0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Thanks for the Lyrics, a weekly deep dive podcast into a single lyric from a single Fall Out Boy song. This week's... Oh, wait, no, hold on. Back up a step. I'm Tracy, a host.
1: I'm Aaron, also a host.
2: I'm James, the host. <gasps>
0: hold on. wow. Hey. Well. <laughs> oh! <laughs> all right um anyway so we have a song it's our last actual song actual song the other songs on this album we're going to talk about are figments of our collective imagination just kidding mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyway so the last song on from <laughs> under the cork tree proper is x o and james do you have any Tidbits for us. I do,
2: I do. Um, n- not only is this a hilariously short uh, song title to wrap up this album, um, <laughs> uh, but it is named after uh, Elliot Smith's fourth studio album, uh, which is also called XO, um, which came out in 1998. Um, it's good. I like it a lot. It's probably my second favorite Elliot Smith album. Uh, Pete Wentz's favorite Elliot Smith song is on this album, but. I don't know what it is because either he is he was being deliberately vague on this interview with a British journalist or the British journalist was not good at journalism <laughs> um, or both or both it could be both or neither those are the options. Uh, this album is good. It's um, it's weird because I can't really figure out what the relationship between this song and that album is other than EXO is kind of like a goodbye like a, what you read at the end of a of a letter. Mm-hmm. So if this is the end of the album, XO being the end of that uh, makes sense too. But I don't see... I listened to this album um, with the specific idea of what is Pete Wentz referring to in this song, and I, I came up with a big blank. The music doesn't really sound the same. The content isn't really the same. The confidence is wildly different in that Elliot Smith was... Very, very unconfident. So um, it's a weird thing to have like an influence and like a a shout out. And you're like, why is that? Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, this is named after Elliot Smith's fourth album. My favorite Elliot Smith album is his third album called Either Or. And that is what I have for this song.
1: All right. Do we want to do the lyric now?
2: Let's do the lyric now.
1: Okay. All right. So the lyric that we have chosen for this song, it's a short one this week. It's put your ear to the speaker and choose love or sympathy, but never both. Love never wanted me. Ufta, huh. <laughs> yeah. So Oof-da, like everyone I think I'm, is I'm, what? No, no, that's ufta is all I was gonna say. <laughs> Ex-
0: <laughs> and we're done.
2: I of course picture a Venn diagram. -hmm. Where it's like, but it's like two apples that have a chunk taken out of them. It's like love and sympathy, and there's this void, Tracy, in between the two of them. (laughs) It's a weird. It's or it's also it's also like that thing. It's like, do you want it uh, well done, fast, or like creative or something? It's like you can pick two. You can't have you can't have all three. It's like that.
1: So when you say a Venn diagram, what you actually mean is two circles, right, next to each other but not touching.
2: Not touching. Exactly right. It's still hey. Cool. It's still a Venn diagram, mm-hmm. is it? Connection, no overlap.
1: I guess that's true. I kind of assu- I've always I mean, thought a, a, that a, a Venn diagram chart, had to have overlap, but or I guess it doesn't. A chart where everything is
2: zero is still is still that. I think. Anyways, that was a bad sentence. Sure. And now we have. I've
1: never really put that much thought into (laughs) it. James said chemistry, so I'm going to believe him. And now we have.
2: So, (laughs) what do you think of the idea that you. So, what I get from this is listen to this song or this album or our band or however far out you want to take this. And when you do, you can either love us Mm -hmm. or sympathize with us, Mm -hmm. but you can't both love and sympathize with us. I don't know that I agree with that though. Like isn't it doesn't yeah, sympathy it. tend to lead to love? Yeah. Like when you sympathize with someone doesn't that bring you closer to loving them?
1: I I haven't really thought of it as the the mm. the listener like the fans listening to the band. Mm. I've thought of it more as he's speaking to a specific person. I'm singing this song to you. Mm. You can choose to love me. Or you can pity right. me. I really well, I guess pity and sympathy aren't exactly the same mm-hmm. thing. Um, but, you know, you can't, like, I'm I'm either right. the the guy like, you want or I'm the guy that you feel bad for. Right. I'm not right. the guy you want and also feel bad for. Right. And love never wanted me. So I guess right. uh, really I'm going to be the guy you feel theory. bad for.
2: Uh, how likely do you think that love never wanted me refers to Jennifer Love Hewitt?
1: Great, great,
0: great. 100%. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, I think definitely.
1: (laughs) I think that's the only option.
0: (laughs) I have a question. So when you say sympathize with, I feel like there's a lot of different interpretations of that now, like colloquially. So do you feel like it is feeling sorry for or understanding, or is it like understanding, like, I see where you're coming from and I get it, or understanding as in I have gone through that too? So is it like you can love or you can all relate for me, or you can yeah. love for or me
2: when understand. when I when I, I'm talking about sympathy, I Does often have a tough time separating that from empathy. Um, but as far as I understand it, empathy is I literally yeah. know how you are feeling. I can put myself literally in your shoes, and sympathy is oh, okay, I get that. I get where you're coming from. I haven't felt that myself, so I think that. Love or empathy yeah. is not I don't think those two are ever going to like bash heads, I think. Because if you feel like you can put yourself in other people's shoes, I think that is a a, a step right. towards towards loving something or someone. Sympathy, if you're like Yeah, you've laid out how you feel about this and where you're coming from on this, in the especially in this song where it's sort of like a, a to do list of how to be a huge tool. And right. uh so, if you're like yep yeah, no you've you've really laid out sort of where you're coming from and why you're feeling that and how all the vulnerabilities you're feeling, it doesn't make me forgive it's you know I don't blame you for being you, but you can't blame me for hating it like it's I sympathize with you, but I don't love you like i get right. what you're, I get what you're saying. I don't feel it myself, and I can't yeah. put myself in your shoes, but I mm-hmm. sympathize. It's sort of where i'm coming from
0: i I just feel like a lot right. of people. Um, interchange sympathy and empathy. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Which absolutely. I don't. Absolutely. I feel yes. like Fall Out is really intentional with their word usage, no. as we've you know discussed. So I don't think they'd switch yeah. them around, but I think they're, yeah. it could potentially be interpreted that way.
1: Yes. Do you guys want to play my favorite game? Let's see what Genius has to say about it. Yes. Okay. So there are a few annotations here. Uh, the first one is nice. from one contributor. Who is that? Uh, Bra. And it says, listen closely and decide whether you want to fight for your love back or find sympathy in a slew of rebounds until you get over it. The trick is you cannot choose both or else that would be cheating. His ex isn't taking him back, so he's out to get a score from someone who will. That's what Bertobra has to say.
0: I was going to say before and I forgot, um, but in Dance Dance, Mm. I only want sympathy in the form of you crawling into bed with me. So that's exactly what Snazzy
1: callback. Universe has oh to my say. God,
0: I'm so glad I says, said that I like, you got
1: there. <laughs> yeah, it says, I like to think this refers to, quote, sympathy in the form of you crawling into bed yeah, with me. I think that, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then Aiden Gervais says, I think the sympathy interpretation is correct, except that the, the sympathy is your sympathy yeah. for him. Sympathy implies experience. That's empathy, not a lover's sympathy for you. Right. So Aiden Gervais is wrong about the, See, the I'm implications right. of sympathy. Um, so I'm going to just ignore them. And I'm, I'm going to listen to Snazzy Universe, who said the thing yep. that Tracy also said. I agree. I
2: think that that... I it, like what Calling Tracy it back said. to an earlier song on the album, I think, is, is uh, just a very Pete Wentz thing to do. So it makes me... I'm like, yeah, I buy that. Where does sympathy appear elsewhere in the album. Yeah. I only want sympathy in the form yeah. of you ca- crawling into bed with me. Why are you... Reasons why you get in bed with someone. You love them or you're giving well, them sympathy way, in the hey. form of you crawling into bed with them. But never both.
1: Yeah. Well, and... and th- Yeah, and that... That yeah. makes, honestly, the most sense to me out of all the interpretations we've discussed. You can... You can love me or you can sleep with me yeah. but you don't... I know that I can't have... I can't have both.
0: Which is interesting. (laughs) So I have two things and I'm gonna try to hold on to them (laughs) without forgetting about them. So I only want sympathy in the form of you crawling into bed with me. So that's the only way they wanna take sympathy. But then in this song they say, Love never wanted me. So it's basically saying, I can't have either. You know, you can't Love doesn't want me, I can't get love. Sympathy I only want for this one specific thing. So it's like Yeah. I like that. And the other thing Now I have forgotten. Nope, I got it. It's here. <laughs> I love this being a line from the last song because it's like, okay, you've listened to all of this. Your ears to the speaker. Now it's time for you to come up with a conclusion. Love or sympathy um, kind of thing.
2: Um, so. I like both of those yeah. Yeah. Um, things that you had to say, Tracy. The I looked Thank up you. the Elliot Smith oh, yeah. song that is called XO, um, parentheses, uh, Waltz number two, or it's Waltz number two, Parentheses, XO, and uh, XO appears in this song in verse three. Still going strong, XO mom. It's all right. It's okay. It's all right. Nothing's wrong. I think actually that is maybe what Pete Wentz is, is 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 pointing to how it starts, how it transitions from the previous song into this one. Okay, where it's like that poem, and then it's like yelling and like really intense, and then it stops, and then it, um, and then it's suddenly like cool you know, cool, P- cool Patrick again. Um, I've always really liked that. This is a great closing song for, for sure. For sure. Um,
0: if I can just, so I was playing through some of the words in my head of the song just now. And, um, one part they say, Hey, to your catcher, that's all that you are. And I know that's not our line, but so we can take that if We need to, but that's like the whole sympathy thing. Um, where it's like, all you're here for is to sympathize with me, listen to me, be upset. Mm. Like, yeah. hey, tear catcher, that's all that you oh, are. Oh, yeah.
1: Hmm. Calling them tear yeah. catcher. You're just a booty yeah. call. Yep. You're not.
0: You're just a shoulder to cry on and that's it. We're done.
1: Yeah.
2: A post-coital <laughs> shoulder to yeah. cry on. hmm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. This album, I mean, this, I don't think this album is necessarily a concept album. It just ha- it has lots of recurring yes. themes. Agreed. Um, and going out on this one is sort of like, so in conclusion.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm <laughs> having not great relationships. Uh, all right. See you later. See you next time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I bet you won't know who's going to start off next album. Um, well,
1: that's true.
2: <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that it is a, a very interesting sign off. But that's all I have to say really about the line, I think.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm good with this being a, a shorter one. Ooh,
2: wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm sorry, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm so sorry. Uh, I was just interpreting the speaker as the stereo speaker but it could be mm. the person speaking. So put your ear, just let me tell yeah, you a secret. that's good. Put your ear up to me, the speaker, um, and choose Lover Sympathy. So like, it may not even be like when you're listening to this song later, it's like, hey, come here. Let me tell you something. You have this choice, which is sort of weird. I always, it's weird. It's funny how you can, uh, how a word is, I actually did a psychology project or something on this, maybe in high school, where it's like, if I am talking to you about certain things and then I put a word that has a uh, homonym, I think is the is the thing for, it has another word that's spelled yeah. the same but pronounced mm-hmm. differently. Which do you pick? Do you pick based on the words that I've been using previously or do you, could you, do you pick the other one? So in this case, speaker on this album where they've been talking about like, when you listen to this song later, I wrote this song, we write these songs, we perform these songs speaker naturally I sort of feels like you would assume from a stereo speaker and it's hard to and this isn't a homonym, this is just a different definition, a synonym, but like I just right. think that's interesting that I think that's that's cool when yeah, People yeah, does that I agree. kind of stuff. So this is the last song on the album, so I always kinda like to do my thoughts are this mm-hmm. album is a classic. Uh mm-hmm. it's the okay. first album I ever saw AP give five stars to and then I listened to it and I was like, yeah, that's that's correct, correctly, correctly assessed, and it is the end of. It's funny how you know how we we talk. We've talked previously about how so like the albums. I th- sort of think of them as in chunks, like like certain chunks. I've, I get, I look at their career as that too, where it's like mm-hmm. take this to your grave and and Corktree mm-hmm. are one, Infinity on High and Folly I Do are one, you know, and so forth. Um, so this is the end of sort of the first era of Fall Out Boy, in my opinion. And as far as uh, ratings go, mm-hmm. I think I, I think after having listened to it and analyzed the lyrics and stuff, I think we're going to continue to go in ascending order of release. So bottom is evening out, then take this to your grave, then from under the cork tree for me.
1: Yeah, I agree with that for me. I mean, it's definitely my favorite of the three that we have covered thus far. Um, it's one that I tend to kind of forget until it... Like when I'm like when I'm thinking about Fallout Boy albums, I tend to think of Infinity on High, Folia de Save Rock and Roll. And then my like I those are the three that first come to mind. And then this one and American Beauty, American Psycho. Mm. I'm like, oh yeah, and they also did those. <laughs> and those were really good. So like it's it's weird that it's not because it's got the two like their two their first yeah. two like really big hits like for the longest time the only two fallout boy songs i knew were songs off of this album so you'd think that it would rank a little higher in my memory (laughs) and yet here we are yep
0: (laughs) yeah this i mean i i agree i like this album more than take this to your grave and i think i i have such a hard time i think between this and infinity on high this is like my top two favorite albums of all time of fallout boy this is like definitely up there um i like that we when we went through it it feels mm-hmm. more cohesive yeah, than I, I thought agree. of it before. So looking yeah. at the themes, and I mean, just listening to Fall Out Boy for such a long time, you just, you don't know, pick up on the themes and you hear, you know, what's repeated and everything. But this just really, I mean, it starts out with like an introduction and then <laughs> you go through all the stuff. And now we're here yeah. at kind of the closer, which, well, not kind of the closer. It is the closer of the album. And it just, it feels really, like, it makes me admire how they yeah. put the album together yeah, more I than I did before. Yeah, because it's definitely. I mean, you if you rearranged the songs in any way, it would yep. be a completely different Absolutely. album and a different experience. Yeah. I, so actually,
2: thinking of this as definitely. being started by a song called "My Name Is David Ruffin" and these are the Temptations, as sort of like an introduction song, like the <laughs> the title is an introduction. Um yep. I think is is really interesting to look yeah. at it, and this is sort of a sign off. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Cool we are on twitter this show is on twitter and if you wanted to you could follow the show by uh, typing thanks for the lyrics into your um twitter search bar and then uh go through and just let the, let your let your instinct guide you uh into which vowels all of them to remove from the uh from the thing that you're searching and then you should you should be fine all of them so Uh, you can find us there and then you can also find me on twitter at unabashed james
1: and i'm at unabashedly aaron
0: and i'm at Adeals warlock
2: we are part of the scavengers network and uh we thank them for for letting us do this cohesive show up until social network and then other like throwing painting at a wall sort of social media stuff you can follow them at scavengers net um You can also look at the website, which is at scavenger.com. You can also, now this is important, you want to pay attention here, you can follow us on Patreon. So, this is the last episode of the regularly released uh, From Under the Cork Tree songs. However, we're about to record two episodes that we're only releasing on Patreon for the bonus songs. Snitches and Talkers Get Stitches and Walkers and The Music or the Misery which we'll only be be releasing on Patreon. And for $2 a month, you can get access to not only those and all of the other bonus content we've done for this show, but also bonus content we've done for all the other shows uh, that Aaron and I and Tracy do. And also there are other people that do stuff too. Um, It's a rhyme so you know it's true. Not only is this the last one of this album and there's bonus stuff on Patreon, but we're also going to take next week off. So if you are feeling the itch, because the drug is in the thermostat, for our voices, you can join the Patreon and listen to two episodes uh where we have kind of this same energy. It almost will feel like it's recorded the same time uh as this episode. Yep. So for two dollars a month you can get both of those. I don't know when they're going to go up, but Soonish. Uh they should probably be up soonish. Let's go with Soonish and then then no one's disappointed.
1: Let's go with Soonish. Yeah.
2: Um we also yeah. have a Twitch channel.
1: My, i mean my my plan my plan was to post the one that i'm editing next. that's my week, plan like too. during our hiatus that's week. also
2: my plan we are also on twitch at twitch.tv slash the scavengers network um where we have lots of great streams uh Aaron and morgan on saturday nights are just plowing through dates um and also dating <laughs> dating simulations uh Tracy is doing is basically just sort of showing up on all sorts of streams, hers and and other people's. Um, and I'm doing a monthly stream on the last Friday of every month with uh Daniel and Mason and Rihanna and Morgan, um, where we play the War with the Evil Power Master, a choose your adventure inspired board game that is um it's pretty it's pretty horny itself. So <laughs> unexpectedly so so i experience that with rihanna uh every month so that's fun (laughs) but i think that's gonna do it um for us this week and for this album so three albums down everyone three albums down last album that was released before four four albums down forgot about the acoustic EP. this is the last album that was released before i got married so from here on out in the timeline but uh so uh that is um hey follow-up way Great job. Thanks for the lyrics. XO, thanks for the lyrics podcast.
0: Last regular <laughs> season, get fucked. Da-da-da. they will be extra special <laughs> in the bonus episodes.
1: The Scavengers Network.
2: Creator-driven.
0: Community-focused.
2: Treasured content.
1: Hello, I am Colin Parker and I'm Alex Taylor, and we are the hosts of Journey Under 30. This is a podcast all about us doing what we can to be named in a future Forbes 30 Under 30. On each episode, we take a look at a career of an individual that has been recognized by Forbes.
2: Sometimes we look at careers that we think were overlooked,
1: or sometimes we talk about the careers that you may not know about, but you should.
2: And in the end, we discuss what we've learned as well as how we can apply it to our own career paths as we make our mark in this world.
1: So, Join us every other Tuesday on whatever podcatching app you choose, and we'll see you on the Forbes. See ya. Bye-bye now.